What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Daddy Gamer, aka Player One, the guy himself, and welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. If this is your first time here, this is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. So today in Quick Hits, we pretty much gonna be, uh, well the whole show today is gonna be just centered around games. I know the past few episodes have been centered around tech, which is cool, you know, which is cool, you know, cause we all need to stay on top of that. You know, we need to be aware of what's going on in the tech world and what's coming up and be able to formulate some type of thoughts and opinions and theory craft about some stuff. But I digress, let's go ahead and get into it. Headline reads, Netflix buys mobile developer Boss Fight Entertainment. So I did go over Netflix making an acquisition and acquiring Next Games uh, a few episodes ago, kind of recent as well. And you know, cause Netflix is hopping into the video game arena, like a lot of companies are. And just right now in the video game industry, there's a lot of acquisitioning going on. So, you know, I just did, uh, you know, the last episode or the one before that, we talked about Sony acquiring Haven Studios. You know, the past, I'll say within the last 10 episodes or plus, it's just been, they're doing this, they're doing that. You know, Microsoft, they got somebody that Sony got Bungie. So, you know, it's a lot going on right now. And it's really a chess, not checkers game because they all trying to, you know, position themselves that way they can ride out this current gen of PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and prepare for the next and the new going, go, uh, coming up. So with me done talking, let's go ahead and get into this article real quick. Boss Fight Entertainment is based in Allen, Texas, but boasts 130 employees across studios in Austin and Seattle. One of its biggest titles is the strategy RPG Dungeon Boss, and the talent there consists of veterans that worked on games such as Halo Wars, Age of Empires, and Star Wars The Old Republic. Netflix has not revealed how much it paid for the studio. So, you know, that's pretty dope, and we get a little bit more information as well. Since last uh, September, Netflix has eventually... Oh, wow, I cannot... I cannot do that. Since last September, Netflix has been gradually scooping up game developers to bolster its presence in the video game market. Earlier this month, it purchased uh, mobile developer Next Games, which I already told you all about. Netflix's acquisition of Night School stands as its most noteworthy purchase so far. The team behind After Party is currently developing Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals. You can read more about the future and all that. So yeah, you know, so just to go over this, you know, real quick, you know, Netflix, I think what Netflix is trying to do is get a, a stronghold and a foothold in the mobile game space, right? Because they're not going to be able to compete with Sony. Hell, they can't even compete with Google right now. Like they're new, you know, same as Amazon. We're going to get into that later, but they... I think they really trying to like become a stronghold and a force in the mobile games, in the mobile game space, which I don't, I don't knock it, man. I don't knock it. You know, the mobile game space, a lot of people play mobily. A lot of people play on their phones. A lot of people play on their tablets. A lot of people, you know, I mean, the Nintendo Switch is a console, but it's still mobile as well. So, you know, it's just, you know, picking what's right for you. And, you know, as far as on the business side, whatever is cost effective for them. So Netflix, keep doing what you're doing. I see the moves y'all trying to make. I think, you know, coming from me, 
I think y'all really trying to go for the mobile game space. And I think that's a smart move to do because there are a lot of people in the mobile game space who play mobile games. And, you know, it might be an untapped source. Who knows? We'll see. So moving on, we are also going to talk about, well, like I said, the Amazon thing, right? I was thinking about making this like a, a whole main topic, but then I was like, nah, it's something else we got to talk about. So I'll try and skim over this real quick. Headline reads, Amazon Game Studio head Frazzini steps down. So this is kind of, this is big news, even though I'm putting this in quick hits, this is big news because, you know, Amazon has seen success with their tenure of putting out games going back and forth with games for these 10 plus years with new world so and they even mentioned that in this article so let's just go ahead and get into the article and get through this mike frazzini a longtime amazon employee who helped start amazon game studios is stepping down the executive told staff friday he was leaving to focus on his family said a spokesperson we have a quote Mike was there at the beginning of Amazon Games and his leadership and perseverance helped build the game's business from the ground up. Our recent success with New World and Lost Ark are the results of the long-term customer-focused vision for games he helped establish. We are very grateful for all his contributions and wish Mike the very best. So it does sound like he did have some support. And the reason why I say 10 years is because Amazon Game Studios was made like 2009, 2010, and it's like 2022. So however it's chopped up, it's about 10 years that they've been trying to make games, put games out, scrapping games halfway through, whatever the case. And then they've been missing, 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 missing every one of the uh, launches or whatever they've been doing. And then now they hit with New World and apparently Lost Ark as well, which I've been seeing you know, some people play on Steam, you know, I'll be working and then next thing you know, the Steam thing will pop up and it'll be like, somebody's playing Lost Ark. I don't even know what that is. So that's just news to me. But let's go ahead and continue. Amazon Game Studios was an inexpensive endeavor for the e-commerce giant costing hundreds of millions of dollars a year, but for years failed to produce hit games. Frazzini, who previously worked in the book section of Amazon, was a relative game novice when he became head of the division. Some employees had criticized him for veering too far from game making's traditional playbook. After canceling and even once unreleasing games at various stages of development, the company did have a breakout hit this fall with its release of online PC game New World. At a conference soon after the game's launch, Amazon CEO and Jazzy said that gaming could become the company's largest entertaining category. Following New World's warm reception, former Amazon boss Jeff Bezos tweeted, After many failures and setbacks in gaming, we have a success. Don't give up, no matter how hard it gets. So yeah you know that's kind of what i was saying you know they've been they have a lot they've had a lot of misses a lot of misses within the last 10 years but now they're finally starting to hit with some of these games now we're gonna keep going on but even new world success faded after its initial release the game had damn near a million concurrent players late september and now has about twenty six thousand, according to data from steam charts one former Amazon Game Studios manager who asked to remain anonymous because they weren't authorized to speak publicly said that Frazzini's leadership of the unit suffered because he had not been prior, yeah, he had not prior experience in gaming. Amazon is a company that often assumes that if you can succeed in one category, you can, you can succeed in another. And staffers in the unit felt that he underestimated the complexities of the medium. Frazzini did not immediately respond to a request for comment. 
So this article, um, you know, comes from Bloomberg. And, you know, this just goes to the bigger conversation, right? And I, I wanted to make this a main topic, but I'll just zoom through this. That way we can stay within the 10 minutes of, you know, quick hits, you know, five minutes on this, five minutes on that. Y'all know how the format go, how I like to how I like to keep it quick and easy. Five minutes is, is long enough. That's that's quick. You know, it's, it's only five minutes. So this is the same thing with Stadia, right? When SG&E was around. They closed SG&E and people left. Jay Raymond left. A lot of stuff happened, right? And this is a part of it. Here's And this is one of my arguments, right? This is the point I was bringing up in the, in the whole conversation at the time, which was because a lot of people hate Stadia, right? A lot of people hate Stadia when they throw a negative lens on Stadia and says, oh, they're, they've been dead ever since SG&E. No, wrong. Do you put the money up to continuously make games and they either be trash or you just scrap them midway through or do you just stop completely and put that money and all that time and those resources and all that energy to something else that has to do with the platform because with with amazon game studios what i was saying was okay if amazon gets it right with this and apparently they have and they haven't i mean to go from a million to 30,000 concurrent people was a big drop off. That's a stupendous big drop off. So, you know, in in this uh, comparison with this situation, once again, me just being proven right by the facts and the things coming out, as Stadia, Stadia was right to close as GE. No matter what you might feel, I don't give a damn what nobody feel. The fact of the matter is, you cannot waste energy and time like money is money but you cannot waste energy and time and from the stadia side of things i can pretty much tell that they didn't want to waste the time trying to make a game 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 as soon as the pandemic hit which affected the entire industry and probably doubled and tripled and quadrupled the prices of everything and everybody which is why we've been seeing delays delays and delays and delays the delays of all kinds of video games ranging from wb games ranging from sony games ranging from you pick a studio name it delay but um yeah that's gonna do it for quick hits you know what i'm talking about if you made it to this point of the show appreciate you don't forget to hit that like subscribe to wherever you see this on i'm uploading clips all on the on youtube and all that stuff so make sure you sub there to catch the live streams and all of that um before we even go on, actually, we're not going to have a sponsor this episode. This episode, no sponsors. So before we get into the main topic, we need to talk about the difference between Xbox Game Pass and Google Stadia. Because there's been some things back and forth going on with the Yeast, uh, the YS games been, being on the Stadia platform and our Xbox Game Pass. And just to bring up, you know, the, the pure difference because there is a lot of hate with the Stadia platform. So this is where we're going to go through the difference between Xbox Game Pass and Stadia because people think the Stadia business model is complete utter garbage and it's really not. So Xbox Game Pass. What is Xbox Game Pass? Well, it gives you access to over 300 games to download and play on your Xbox One or Xbox Series S for one monthly fee. If you upgrade to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you also get Xbox Live Gold, PC Game Pass, and EA Play, and access to the Xbox Cloud, all for the same price. You can download the games and play them as often as you like, 
as long as you continue to pay the monthly fee. Some titles, some titles might become unavailable as others are added, but you also have the option of buying any of the collection outright at discounted prices. Now, my issue with this is it's not even the model. It's not even what it is. You want to go to the pricing, right? I believe X-Pass Ultimate is $15. $15 if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is $15. Now you can you can pay the $10 and get the basic stuff. That's cool. But then like it said, the games will be ro in rotation. So I saw a picture on Twitter a while ago and it said games leaving. It said games leaving Xbox Game Pass. Final Fantasy 12 was one of them. I didn't even care about the rest of them. I was like, if Final Fantasy 12 is leaving me, I'm leaving Game Pass. You got me fucked up. Like, Final Fantasy 12 is one of those pivotal Final Fantasy games. It's one of those games that changes the entire franchise. Final Fantasy 12 changed. It, it changed Final Fantasy gameplay wise. It changed the entire way we play Final Fantasy games. So it's just like for a game that pivotal and important in the franchise, which is critically acclaimed, I now I can't play it and you and you want me to buy it if I want to continue playing it. But I just paid to have access to it. And see, and this is where we get into it, right? All these cloud gaming services, all these subscription services are giving us access majority of them if not 99% of them give you access to it so you don't necessarily own the game you get access to the game you get access to the tv show you get access to the movie you don't own shit excuse the language for the sensitive ears so now let's go to stadia right what is stadia well we already know that the stadia platform is completely free you don't need the Stadia Pro model, but let's go ahead and read the Stadia Pro model anyway. What is Stadia Pro? Stadia Pro is Stadia's premium subscription service and your gateway to the best that Stadia has to offer. With an active Stadia Pro subscription, you get a variety of perks, including games to play at no extra charge, exclusive game discounts, and top tier visual and audio quality. Once you subscribe to Stadia Pro, you can easily manage your subscriptions on the web and mobile devices using the app and the website and whatever the case. As a Stadia Pro subscriber, you can claim games each month to play for as long as you have an active subscription. New games become available to claim every month. As a Stadia Pro subscriber, enjoy exclusive discounts on select games available for purchase in the Stadia store. Now mind you, do games leave Stadia Pro? Yes. But to my knowledge, they don't leave the Stadia platform. They don't leave the platform. Now, can do you still have the option to buy the game? Yes. I've been on Stadia for about two years now. I've been on Stadia for as long as it's been out pretty much. The first game I bought was Assassin's Creed Origins and I still have it. So whenever they decide to put it on Pro, I would just already have it outright because I spent the money to buy it. Stadia, the difference between Stadia and Xbox Game Pass is that Stadia is an actual platform. The keyword here is platform. 
not a service. It is a service, but it's also, it's a double. It's a service and it's a platform. So you can hit the link in the description right now. You can sign up for Stadia Pro, claim all these games, and if it leaves pro, you could just buy it or you could just buy it outright. I mean, like, 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 like what is, what else is there? People going to act like the cloud and internet service, like ISPs don't matter. Like internet service providers don't matter. So yes, your gaming experience may vary, but you talking about hundreds of thousands and millions of people playing with different setups. Some people play on Wi-Fi. Some people play hooked up directly to the box. And this goes for Xbox Game Pass. This goes for Stadia. This goes for PlayStation. This goes for Nintendo. This goes for everybody. So if you experience lag and latency, if you experience a difficulty in playing, go through the steps of figuring out what the issue is before just running off at the headline and at the mouth like, oh my God, it sucks because da 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 da. No, relax. Relax, go through the steps, go through the steps. Did you refresh your box? Did you clear the box? Did you reset your box? Did you run a diagnostic test on your internet speeds? Do you know what internet speeds you got? Is it better for you to play on the Wi-Fi or hooked up with the, to the internet box with the ether core? With the ethernet core. I'm just saying, like common sense is gonna save you a lot of time. So in my personal opinion, what do I think is better? Stadia. Google Stadia is better. So what if they don't make games? Oh, well. So? So? Hold on. I'm going to hit y'all with the dash. So? 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 Still way better. So much better. Way better. And that's going to lead us into the main topic, right? So the main topic is about this uh, GTA stuff, right? So over the weekend, G, you know, Rockstar made a lot of rumble in the space. Rockstar made a lot of rumble and bumble in the space. And it was just like, yo, I'm playing PUBG, right? I'm playing PUBG. I'm in the lobby. I'm like, yo, my check, my check. I don't hear nothing. So I'm thinking people loading in. I'm, I'm scrolling through the Twitters. And next thing you know, all I see is GTA subscription. What? Like, what? Like, what, 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 what? like, what is this? So this is what we about to get into today because I didn't have some time to do some research and look into it and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm going to give my opinion on all this subscription stuff as a whole from games to Netflix to all this to even this, right? So let's get into it. Headline reads, Rockstar unveils GTA Plus, a GTA online subscription with exclusive benefits and a bonus reward. So, I mean, that's cool and everything, but my thing is why? Why, 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 why? So let's get into it. Rockstar has unveiled GTA Plus, a GTA Online subscription membership for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series XS players. Starting March 29th, players can sign up for the membership for five night for $6 a month, and it can be canceled at any time. That cost will get you a recurring monthly GTA 500K direct deposit to your May's bank account, plus exclusive benefits like waived LS car meet membership fees and more. Based on Rockstar's announcements, it seems like the monthly rewards and benefits will change because the list, because they list what subscribers will get for the period of March 29th through April 7th. So that's that's crazy, bro. That's that's crazy. And they got a list of what people getting. So you get the 500k. Like it's it's all kinds of stuff. I'm not into the GTA. I don't play Grand Theft Auto. 
or at least I don't play GTA 5 or anything. So I mean, uh, I, I, like I don't I don't understand this. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't understand this move. Every month, GTA Plus will deliver a new set of exclusive rewards for members to claim. Just go to Legendary Motorsport, House Special Works, Maze Bank, Foreclosures, Doc Tees, and other stores found in GTA Online web browser to obtain and enjoy each peer's member benefits before they expire. And all GTA Plus benefits are provided in addition to our regular GTA Online events, which will continue for all normal players. Like, I, like, I don't, I, I'm not understanding this whatsoever. And this is where I think the subscription thing is becoming a problem. We went from cable television to subscriptions. I ain't want this. Like, like we went from cable television to having to pay for Hulu and Netflix. Okay, that's fine. But now, the gaming company, the gaming industry, I'm gonna say company, the gaming industry is not adopting this subscription model except for one person, Microsoft. Microsoft, their business model has always been pay us for the access, right? And it's been like this since the first Xbox. Like you can't play online on the Xbox without Xbox Live Gold, without Gold. That's been since day one, literally since day one. The article I was reading from and where, where the stuff was at and they was talking about the uh, the Game Pass, it even says that. It, it says that, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go to it, let me go to it, let me go to it, let me go to it. Let me go to it, let me, let me go to it, let me go to it. Matter of fact, I ain't even gonna go to it because that's just what it say, point blank period. To access multiplayer, all that stuff, you, you need Xbox Gold. It's been like that since day one. Sony, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, never had to pay. You can literally just hook up to the internet, hop online, play multiplayer for free. PlayStation 3, you could play for free. You could play, you could pay for a PlayStation Plus. Yeah, you could do that, but that's a, that's a, that's an option. Once it gets to somewhere in the life cycle of the PS4, you now have to pay. I don't understand why Sony did that when they never had to, but hey, it is what it is now and we here. So now that we're having in-game subscriptions, I think this is a problem. This is a problem because now they trying to pillage literally every single living dollar out of the consumers, out of the gamers. And this is a problem. Like, I don't, I just don't understand this. Like, that's just my biggest thing. I'm not understanding this whatsoever. I get it. Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 5 is like the biggest Grand Theft Auto of all time. I get it. Like, Grand Theft Auto 5 is just so influential and people have been playing it for a billion million years and they're going to play it for another handful of billion million years because y'all about to make six now. But I mean, damn, bro. Like, bro, why? 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 I, I'm, I'm literally drawing blanks right now. I'm drawing blanks. I can't think of a fucking reason why I would pay any developer, any company, any brand, an in-game subscription amount of anything to play the damn thing. I would be pissed if I had an Xbox right now. Cause now you telling me I gotta pay for my shit, then I gotta pay, in, then I, uh, bruh, bruh, man, no, 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 no. See this is the, no bruh. No, like I, I'm just really drawing blanks. Like this is like, this just really screamed money hungry to me. That's like, I'm getting money hungry vibes out of this. Cause it, 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 this is just not making no type of sense, man. None, I don't understand why. All I do, all, I just hope don't nobody pick this up. 
Activision, Blizzard, Treyarch, don't pick this up for Call of Duty. Don't do it. Everybody who got PUBG, don't do it. Everybody, don't do it. Leave this shit to Rockstar. Let them do it and let them do it by themselves. Don't pick this up. Don't pick it up. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Gamers Den, man. Appreciate everybody tapping in, coming through. Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. And I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. I I, I got to go before I, I blow up. <laughs> Gone.